Easy does it. Stay every, cool, every time. Easy does it every time. Have you heard that song? Easy does it every time. Yeah. No. Nice and easy does it every time. So Michael oh, yeah, yeah. Michael Bubbly, uh, Buble, did it. That's but not his song. It's not his song, but he covers a bunch of other people's songs, and he did that one. And I, when I heard that on an album, when I first thought he was amazing, it's kind of like when you buy a Creed album when they first came out, and you thought it was yes, cool. Yes, I'm familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I didn't did buy it. Friends, friends bought Or Avril Lavigne, and they're like, oh, yeah. amazing. Sure. And then you listen to it, like, Naf bought an Avril Lavigne one la, when we were on la, tour. La, la. Yeah, and then you're just like, this is so good. And later you're like, what was I thinking? Or my friend who was into hardcore, <laughs> hardcore like corn and different stuff like that. Not yeah. hardcore corn. It's another joke. But corn, the band, harder music. Yeah. It was like Savage Garden. This song's great. Heavy. And then I later. You call that heavy. Heavy music. Heavy muse. Yeah. And so into heavy music. And he, and he, and he, was, he showed me a Savage Garden song he bought and thought it was great. And later you look back, you're like, so Backstreet Boys? Yeah. Um, welcome to Shooting Debris. Hi, everyone. Episode 11. 11. 11. And we're, we're in the house, literally in a house. It's a sunny day in Washington. We record these on Mondays or Fridays, depending on the weeks, mostly Mondays. So this is two days before it airs. You're hearing it on a Wednesday. Yeah, real fresh. Yep. And you don't hear Jake's voice because he is on what they call paternity leave. Mm-hmm. And you've been hearing about his daughter, Molly, who's being born soon. Yeah. So he'll be out for a bit. We'll get some other guests at times. But we're like, why don't we just do a couple on our own? Yeah. Kick things off. Yeah, I'm so excited so for it. So if it sucks, Jake. I'm sorry. No, just kidding. It's not going to. Let's it's not, not, settle, it's set, not set ourselves up. It's not going to suck. We, we're, we'll probably add a segment called Call Jake and ask him like five yeah. questions. And we can get him on the phone and put it through. Yeah, maybe not this one. No, I didn't. I didn't bring any of that gear, <laughs> so he <laughs> so could. We can't. He could be on speakerphone, but it would sure. sound worse. We're gonna get it where it sounds good, yeah. and we get him. Maybe in here. we should ask him if he's available. He did say that he future. could do it. He okay. said to call him. He's like, oh, I'd love that. Just a five minute segment. So oh, sick. Okay. we'll figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um. So it's what's the date today? April twenty sixth. Right. Yeah. April 26th. And last night was the Oscars. And there, one of us, one of the two of us here are religious about it it's not me it's me i love award shows so much i love everything about it i love um the actual awards (laughs) (laughs) you mean like the what they look like yeah i want to know who the best uh cinematographer is i want to know who the best um uh, makeup artist is who the best editor is who um best sound design is did you did you say clothing I didn't um, say clothing. What do, what do they call that? Uh, design or uh, uh, not set design? Um, um, they did they did wardrobe. cover that one wardrobe, which yeah. is huge. Yeah. When you it, look at actors from back in the day, like Audrey Hepburn and stuff, they had people that they trusted for their that made them as iconic as yeah. they were. Plus, there's so many like it's hard to see. Um, the, I I mean, there's so many um, movies or TV shows are set in eras mm-hmm. where a big portion of the show is actual like clothing and set design and like putting yeah. you and putting the characters in, in that, that time. In that time. Yeah. 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 yeah like there was a, uh, well, there was so much about the show. I, so we're going to dive into some Oscar stuff yeah. today cause it's, it's fun. And I do watch them once in a while. And last night I was like, I don't have much to do tonight. And I was like, Oh yeah, the Oscars are on. Cause I saw yeah. your Instagram post. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to watch this in the background while I'm doing some other stuff. And then, mm-hmm. and then it always gives me some new movies to watch. Yeah. Which I didn't even know existed. Although a few of these ones that won, I was like, wow, that, that was a great movie because I'd seen it. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of movies I also didn't watch um, or haven't seen yet um, just because I like... You know, I'm like... Op- theaters are You don't have up. all the time in the world. I don't have all the time in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to start going to theaters. They're open now. New James Bond comes out this next month with the same actor, Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. Oh, his really? final he's one, back. probably. Oh. Because uh, at first he's like, am I getting too old for James Bond? And then Sean Connery did it to his 50s. So I was like, yeah, yeah I'd do it. Yeah. Um, but that's so the, the thing that I thought about last night's stuff, just an observation from the start, mm-hmm. when you had said on your post, there's like 40 people in the room. And then, then when you, I saw, <clears throat> um, Will Smith's wife from that one movie, Enemy of the State. Jake, <laughs> I, oh, 
Uh, not his real wife. I don't know Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State. She, the lady that uh, the the actress, uh, and I can't think of her name right Angela now. Angela Bassett. No, the one that uh, walked out with the Viola with, Davis. No, walk. Okay, uh, Regina King. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, it's Enemy um, of the state. she was the one who walked out and took the Oscar into the awards. She was one of the hosts. Yeah, the Regina King. Regina King. Yeah. Okay. She was. Did in, you say her name yet? You didn't. Yeah, I did. Dang it. I don't know her. I didn't know her name. She's, so. Most recently, she was in um, uh, Watchmen, HBO Watchmen. Oh, I didn't see that. Um, I'm get, still getting through it. I haven't finished the first season. She looks ageless. She Because she is. Is she ageless? Yeah, she's like she's a really John ageless. Stamos or a Bob. Bob Saget is not ageless, actually. No. He's not John one of those. John Stamos. Um, uh, Rob Lowe is starting to show his age. Yeah. I said I, uh, Rob. <clears throat> uh, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd is ageless. He's pretty ageless. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, Jennifer uh, Aniston's like fifty-seven. Also, those women that I just listed, Angela are pretty Bassett ageless. and yeah. Viola Davis, they look um, almost the same. Yeah, and J-Lo. if I look at her, Enemy of the State was like twenty-something years ago, mm-hmm. and she actually might look better now than twenty years ago, and she didn't look bad then, which sure. is crazy. I was just like, hey, do people even age? And well, I think it's called hair dye and lots of money to do the right things to be yeah. healthy. But. Well, I think um, just like skincare has advanced and. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, and like, I'm not even talking about like, uh, um, people getting injections or, um, you know, uh, cert- like, uh, surgeries or whatever. Um, yeah. Just like, the, the products themselves are so much better. Yeah. So you could be, you could be poor and still look good forever. Yeah. Hydrate, hydrating. Is Can't be homeless though. You gotta have enough money to, and you have to have an address so they can ship the stuff to you. Yeah. Not really. Amazon has, we don't need to talk about stuff like that. We don't. Where they can deliver well, to random has places. Those, um, like you can make an order and then instead of shipping to your house, you can ship to like a P.O. box or like their one of their lockers or and whatever. And you can go to the it. locker and get a key or a code. Uh, yeah. I don't know how the that is. Actually, is. So I could really start the homeless thing and still get things delivered. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to start the homeless thing. I have a lot of friends that aren't homeless, but they're doing kind of alternative living things. So you recently, try living in your Fiat. <laughs> well... Most of my friends that do live uh, in their vehicles have a lot of things in the vehicle. So that's yeah. the thing. The, the Fiat would be like I could see an inch on all around me to look around at the roads and there would be stuff filling the back seat, front, <laughs> drunk. Yeah. And I wouldn't be able to stretch out fully to sleep. Mm-hmm. So that's the other side. You should try it though. I'm going to, well, for a night maybe. I'll yeah. sleep in the Fiat for a night. Yeah. We, I have slept in my truck when we were doing a show in eastern Washington playing a concert that was said it was going to be this big festival. We got there and there was five people really? and we drove over there with five of us in my Toyota Tacoma. And it was like, they're all like six foot people. And we, I made an, put an extra seatbelt in the middle and a pillow for them to sit on. So mm-hmm. the fifth person could sit in the middle and be legal, but our stuff filled up the back of the truck. So to the brim, so all the gear and it, I had bad shocks. So every bump you hit on the road, you feel like you're you a tin it. can just moving back and forth yeah. and swaying. Very scary for seven hours each way. So we it after took you the, seven hours to get to Yakima. No, it wasn't Yakima. It was um, Cheney, Washington. Oh, so it's almost Spokane. I was saying Spokane, but Cheney. Oh. Yeah, so it's a long I wasn't drive. A long. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Sammy's here on the floor, and she was listening, and she she looks yeah. like she knows. But um, um but that the Oscars. The Oscars. Sorry, we'll stay on topic. Yeah. Um, we were talking about homeless people. That's what got us to there because <laughs> we slept in the the truck and it was not comfortable. Right. We had a little wiener dog who had a glandular issue and he was in the back. So he, he would be like, suddenly oh, the, it would smell very irony in the air mm-hmm. and gross. And you're like, Oh, Bruno, yeah. he's still alive. He's like 15. Really? Yeah. He's a great dog. Um, Oscars now we're going to stay on topic. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about how oh, there wasn't a lot of people. people there were, yeah. yeah, there was a very, very few. And there weren't a lot of people that I recognized for stars. There were, they were scattered throughout groups of, production crew and different things which i thought was cool because you get a whole new group of people maybe that you've never heard of before and you see the people that actually make all the things happen it more so than years prior and obviously because i think this is why because we were in a pandemic there weren't a lot of productions that happen but it felt Mm -hmm. like there were literally five movies that they were focused on that they were focused on the whole time and not i don't mean just because like they were popular or good or whatever because literally there were only five movies (laughs) that's actually probably a good point um and because it was just uh, main actors um uh directors mm -hmm. of those five movies of those five movies um uh tyler perry 
t- and, yeah, and, which uh, which he didn't do a movie last year. No, but he got um, it's a humanitarian award, yeah. which actually was really cool. I mm-hmm. liked his speech at the end, and that's like the very end of the show. We don't want to spoil it for those that haven't watched yeah. it yet, but you'll hear it later in this podcast. And we're going to spoil it. Yeah. Um, but but it was maybe that was it. Well, there was more than five movies. There was five or six, and then there was a few outliers that would pop in for a few awards. Mm-hmm. Mank was one that so was good. so good that you told me to watch, and we yeah. and I watched it too. Black and white. Black and white. Premise um, of it is. Uh, it's about a writer who is spending time away to write a script named Mank. Uh, named Mank, and famous. I the first time I watched it. I got two minutes in and I sent Eric a text. I was like, hey, this is the best movie I've ever seen. And it's called Mark. Mark. And I was like, and, and then Mark, the Gospel of Mark popped up. Gospel of Mark popped up yeah. on my, yeah. on my, on Netflix. And I'm like, uh, no. It's probably not it. No. Um, yeah. So it's not called Mark. It's called Mink. Um, it's really good. I, not to spoil too much about it. Um, but uh, I mean... Well, no, I mean, it's just not going to spoil it to just talk about it, but it it did win some awards, yeah, and uh, uh, maybe best picture by the end of it, and it won some sound or um, wardrobe because the mm-hmm. way they recreated those that era, yeah, which was nineteen thirty something. Orson Welles was the director for a for movie called Citizen Kane. I was going to say Casablanca. <laughs> it's Citizen Kane. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was an adult. What's Casablanca? Casablanca yeah. was it's good, a, too. The movie's yeah. about that time period. Yeah. Uh, without spoiling too much. Um, but it's one of the most, like, beautiful... What, how do I want to phrase the sentence? Shot. Yeah. Does that make sense? Beautiful shot? Be- beautifully, beautifully, beautifully shot. Beautifully shot. Beautifully shot. <laughs> films yeah it was just so good and and the characters are interesting and it and it he's like the character make at the time is an older and you see um it's interesting on those i like those kind of period pieces because you look up the actual people they're portraying like mm-hmm. um amanda fines just kidding siegfried siegfried and roy siegfried amanda and roy. siegfried which is not related to siegfried and roy at is there all. a g in her name Cyfred. I Cyfred. Something like that. <laughs> Sounds like a disease. No, nah, I'm not. It's either Siegfried or Cyfred. I think it's something different than both of those somehow. <laughs> but she, she, uh, but she played an actress that died in her like 40s or 50s. And I'm always, oh. I guess I'm not, I'm not a. I guess I'm more obsessed with death now than anything. <laughs> when I look at historical people's lives, you're like, oh, how long did they get to be on this earth? Because then as you, I think it's just when you get a little older, like, oh, well, I'm close to their age when they got uh, polio uh, when they, or what, <laughs> when they got polio or when they had polio. Sorry, they, you can't catch polio, I guess. <laughs> when they well, ha- can you? No, you're born with polio. I mean, you're born right? with polio. It's not like type 2 it, diabetes you can catch by diet. You know, there's different things. When she when she died of uh, consumption, you know, yeah. in the 1920s. Um, I've, I've been obsessed with looking up actor, or actors and actresses when they were filming a movie. Like, me and a friend rewatched... What their life was um, like. Uh, enough with J-Lo and oh, yeah uh, i think i saw that juliette lewis mm-hmm. and i know she was j-lo it. was 31 when she when filmed, she filmed that movie mm-hmm. and juliette lewis was 29 another ageless actor yeah. not juliette lewis not juliette lewis um no nothing wrong juliette they lewis. were that age when the movie came out so they were probably a year or two years younger when they actually filmed it 29 or 30 mm-hmm. and yeah. that just is insane i've always been i remember that and it didn't seem like that long ago yeah but she's like 50 something now she's like 50 something now and looks good yeah very good yeah. um i don't know why i'm obsessed with that like the, i remember the age they were and what they were doing at the time they were filming yeah like i remember learning about joan of arc at like mm-hmm. I don't know, 16. The actual Joan of Arc? Actual Joan of Arc at like 16. Mm-hmm. And then finding out that she was at 17, like commanded an army. And I was 17 just 17 like, years old. You're like, what am yeah, I doing with yeah, my life? Like I, yeah, I will never meet the benchmark of anyone. Well, and that, and yeah, comparison is the theft, the, the thiever of joy. Yeah. 
the stealer of joy. But that's why, yeah, at a certain age, like the bands that I all like grew up loving, Green Day, it when they had the early years and stuff, I was like, oh, at 20 or 19, they're signed and touring. And I was like, cool, Brian Wilson at 20, his first major label album. And I was like, we put our first album out when I was 20. And from a garage, a warehouse we recorded in. Yeah. And I was like, cool, I'm on the same path. And I'm like, he was on Capitol Records at yeah. that time. At that time. also like 12 acts then it's like similar to the people... to oscars this year 12 yeah. there's less competition uh-huh. and now everyone can record yeah like but the people doing. that can do it like already have the means to do it you now know? yeah well and that's why it's oversaturation of the market now and yeah. the movies i guess it was cool to see that they didn't have any masks there too and just because they're like saying, how are we able to do this? Because everyone's quarantined and done all this stuff. So they're like, kind of like when the cameras roll, you take your mask off. And I was like, I like that. Mm. For the two hours, they're hanging out. And then obviously the after parties, they're hanging out doing other stuff too. But I noticed there was like, they kept teasing. They're like, um, uh, next up, Brad Pitt, don't go anywhere. We promise he yeah. will be here. And oh. it's like, are you trying to keep people's attention because you think they're leaving because there's not enough stars showing well, up on the show? So this was my observation of the Oscars mm-hmm. was that because there was just a limiting, um, like there because there were only so many categories um, and pictures nominated for things, um, they ended up having to fill time. Because, like, you know when they had that segment, the game segment, where it's like, that's let's, never let's happened have a game. before. And the actors were roasting the network so yeah. hard, which was so good. Yeah. They're like, if it's a good song, it probably wasn't nominated. And that was, and I wondered if it was a dig at, so well, to set the a, stage. Yeah, they filled well, this. Well, because it was a Prince song. First, it was a Prince song. Yeah. Um, and then uh, just like, I think there's a level of... Um, but it's unscripted. They just called it, on the people yeah. and let them talk and had to bleep them <laughs> bleep them out. Mm-hmm. But they're like, um, uh, was this song? Yeah, the Prince song uh, was uh, When Doves Purple, Cry. No, Purple, Purple Rain. Rain. Sorry, Purple Rain. Very different than When Doves Cry. Yeah. Um, and they're like, was this one nominated? And she's like, probably not because it's a good song. Yeah. And then and she the, then the next person, and then he's like, oh, I didn't expect that. And then they roasted the network next and like, well, if it, if it didn't get nominated, it was probably decent. But And and, but, and they slammed the Oscars while they're at the Oscars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which was funny. But also everyone. Very so real. Everyone's acceptance speech ran like three minutes. Each person. And mm-hmm. that never happens. They usually get like 20 seconds and then the music plays them out. Normally. Or I would say like a minute because some people, it depends on the movie. If it's yeah. like a best picture, they get more time. I was expecting, uh, so they had like best soundtrack and Trent Reznor was nominated in, in there too. And he was like the biggest name out of the three guys that I've ever heard of as far as like um, musician. I still have no idea who that is. Nine Inch Nails guy that's he why. started nine inch nails you've heard of nine inch nails yeah but that's why i wouldn't yeah know who. so he and he's he's done soundtracks for a while does stuff with dave grohl all kinds of stuff and he just stood in the background while the other guy talked and i was like so they're all going to take a turn but this guy's taking a really long time but he mm-hmm. was probably the lead and then the then trent just waved and well because they, they had off. they were nominated twice right in the same category but they only won once right they walked well, up because there's only one winner Right. <laughs> no, I'm saying oh. they were nominated. So they put out two different songs for two different movies mm-hmm. and they were nominated twice. Yeah. So one for each movie, but then they won the one time. Yeah. But, but he, I expected each of them to get to say a little thank you oh, or sure. something. And I was like, and Trent Reznor's not saying anything. Mm-hmm. So stuff like, stuff like that was interesting. And the slamming of <laughs> the network and the best was, um, the older, older actor, uh, older, older age, Asian lady actress yeah actress sorry yeah, yeah. they're all first actors Korean, but actress first yeah. Korean woman to ever win in that category mm-hmm. or win an Oscar yeah which was super and she said she she was like this must just be American charity letting the <laughs> letting the Korean woman win because it was a sea of white yeah as the other the other movies were mostly mm-hmm. white people in that category but it was very um the word diversity is a, a big key topic these days, and there was a lot of diversity in all the awards. Yeah, um, yeah. Her f- speech was my favorite. I love mm-hmm. how like, like she was nervous, or I think she got tongue tied because like, uh, like 
she knows two different languages and like like how to well how to yeah and some of the people were uh that won awards were in like italy and different places and they're like sorry my english isn't good and they were like taking their time to but with her specifically like it just i loved her vibe of like not like being so uh far removed from or i don't know this woman's history or like how much of an actress she is or like mm-hmm. uh how how busy of an actress there's a better way to phrase that and i'm sorry uh, I can't how um how uh, um, um perfect no. like how many jobs yeah is she working she's... all the time is this yeah. her one role she's ever had you right. know i have no yep. idea um we gotta look her up on uh, imdb yeah, I'll, look, I'll look her up um but i love how like she was just so chill about the award like mm-hmm. oh you know we have programming back home and now i'm on tv or whatever which is cool yeah. she's like i watch and it seemed like she was just talking about her regular life she's like well i watch american programming at home and now i'm on american programming and that's kind of cool and then she's like and brad pitt yeah. i have always wanted to meet you dude and how? she and the walk up you were saying yeah okay so there was the stage itself was kind of weirdly designed it was like it curved the walkways were to either side so there's mm-hmm. a walkway on one side walkway on the other and it there was a downward they're not slope too, there's they're low walkways though you yeah. can still step over them yeah so the, the main walkway from the seats where the nominees were at mm-hmm. sloped down to the stage yeah and so she won her category got in the aisle, walked towards the stage. And then I don't think she saw the like, she didn't even the, bother the to follow to the right. all the stairs, all the ways right. around. Cause she's like, I'm just getting up there. Yeah. Let me get up there quick. And so she like, <laughs> she like had to like hike up a little Lift bit, her dress a little bit. Yeah. To like get onto the stage. But and she's it was like amazing. 75. It looks like yeah. she's older. She's older. Or maybe late sixties, but she just like, hi, uh, and no one, and no one is assisted. No one came no over one to be there. like, here you go to help. And yeah. usually it'd be like, Hey, let's help you up. And she didn't even bother to like go to the she's like i'm getting it well the opposite of that though was when trent reznor and the other two guys won the music award they were so high up and they did this little powwow like put their heads together like they're a sports team and everyone's still having to clap and then they slowly walk down and you're clapping for like three minutes and i saw people like stop clapping and then they keep going Mm -hmm. a little longer and then when they get up there they make a couple noise but i was like and it, they even had a shot, which was pretty cool cinematography-wise, where it was focused on the Oscar, and then it rack-focused to them still walking down oh, cool. to cover the amount of time it took to get them down there. <laughs> but I'm just like, you're like, okay, we already clapped for you for four minutes. Yeah. Hurry up. <laughs> get on stage. <laughs> so that kind of stuff is funny, where you know it wasn't like... You could tell there was a few snafus on the production side that weren't Yeah, just like, little things that weren't... Um... But they said this was this is the ninety third, and they were saying it's a lot like the original because the original probably had that many movies and that many yeah. people, which is kind of cool. Yeah, well, it's fun looking back at like old award shows um, or like old roasts of old roasts of uh, yeah. <laughs> where it looks like it's just a um, uh, like a it's like a panel of guys drinking. It and looks smoking. like a conference room, like a ballroom mm-hmm. at a hotel. You yeah, know, where the they roast just set of up, Dean Martin. Yeah, where they just set up a, like 20 long tables mm-hmm. and everyone's just sitting And they there. put a little curtain thing on the front mm-hmm. to make it look nice. The roast of Dean Martin's amazing and Don Rickles was there really young. And you see these guys just like redder than red-faced from the amount of laughter. Of laughter they've and been. Alcohol. And, and alcohol. And alcohol. And smoking. It's just in smoking in open, open places. But with those shows, I think that it's it's like everything's right in the world even if things are crazy somehow it's like a sense of normalcy and it's nice to see them the people yeah all all decked out and there was the the sound of metal was that documentary oh uh, no it's no it's not a documentary but it's like based it's not based on true an actual story but it's based on possible like real things you know people have those issues obviously where they lose their hearing and they're a musician mm-hmm. and that one was so hard for me to watch it Naf watched it and I was like I watched it yeah I was like I saw part of it and I was like man they it, just pick like the worst possible thing that can happen to someone and like want to make make you think about that for two hours mm-hmm. I was like no thanks <laughs> no yeah. thanks but it's an impactful story too and the guy that I didn't know the guy who won the award for like sound or one of those things on it he um, he he grew up with parents that were right. Yeah, well, his dad was in the movie. His dad plays the guy at the. Um, his parents were deaf 
growing up and he wasn't that was what it was or was that something about their relative something about their relative their their parents were actually deaf i know there was an ad about something like that saying i think his dad was in the movie um the guy that's at the facility out in the like woods Mm -hmm. oh yeah did you did you watch most of it or no I, I saw parts of it, yeah. yeah. The, but the guy that, won, or maybe I'm thinking of a different movie. There was a guy that that won. There was an Alzheimer's one too, which was impactful. And he was saying one guy wrote it because his dad was going through that, and that's the one that Anthony Hopkins played, the dad who's uh, kind of the not, father. Or the, the father is the name of the movie. Yeah, where he didn't. The father doesn't want to be moved out of his house, and he sees what his kids are doing to him. And then the scene they showed where he's he's like getting in a rage. He's like, I'm not leaving my house. This is my house. And then his son's like, Dad, this isn't actually your house. <laughs> and you're like, oh, dang it. Dang. So so that's the thing. I was like, oh, that one's going to be a tearjerker. Because yeah. I've got the the partial experience from partial Alzheimer's going on with yeah. my dad. So, But I'm not going to watch that one probably right now either. I'll wait a little bit. I think that's why I haven't seen, well, especially seen the movies that were nominated um, mm. like last night, um, because they all just feel so heavy. And it was a heavy year. And like, there's not, not a lot of comedy. Yeah. And not that it's a bad thing. Like I'm sure those movies are fantastic and yeah. are amazing They're Cause they either feel super heavy to me or mm-hmm. like I need to concentrate a lot. Like that's why I haven't watched tenant. Cause I'm like, I know oh. it's Tenet's uh, not as heavy, but it's cool. Yeah. And it's crazy hear, like, and trippy. Yeah. The like trippiness of it, of like, yeah. I need to. I don't You're know not if gonna... I have enough uh, patience to like focus in on every detail so that I understand it the first time around. You won't understand it the first on I that know. movie. There's no way you'll understand it the first time around, and so you may as well watch it like once and then watch it half a year later and see yeah. if you can be like, I got everything. Yeah, like dude, I still haven't finished uh, the Snyder cut of Justice League. Oh, Naf watched that one. He's, yeah. He said it was awesome. And it's there's scenes that happen at the end of the other one that are early in the movie on that one, which is so weird because the way the guy that was fired, the story behind that, the guy that was fired from that movie, the editor, I guess, or uh, production guy who he edited his own version together, had a whole other vision for the movie. And they're like, uh-uh. Yeah, the director. Was it the director? Yeah. Snyder. Oh, okay. I didn't realize he no, was the director. He, I think he had to step down because his daughter passed away. Oh, um, it wasn't like because like he had like he had to step away um, and he took his copy of the film that he had finished. Like most don't studios know. don't let you re-release a new version of something if there's already a version. Right. Out. But there was so much hype about him having like a cut of his own mm-hmm. um, amongst fans and stuff that that people HBO, wanted to see it. Yeah. Yeah. But which it was good. From the scenes scenes that I saw. And okay. there's other other stuff too. It's longer. And stuff. Yeah. It's like the Lord of the Rings ones where they're like, We've we're now giving you the extended version. The extended You're like, wasn't directors. the first one already two hours and forty five minutes? They're like, Yep, this one's four hours. Yeah. Each movie. Like, um, I felt that way about the Irishman with uh, oh, I didn't see that yet. It was three hours though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it Scorsese? I think so. Yeah. Well it has all the classic Al Pacinos in it. Yeah. Um, Robert De Niro. Uh, yeah, it's Scorsese. Because, um, like, they... I mean, it's it's been known that his first cuts of movies are always, like, four to six hours long. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they gave him so much, like, Freedom. leeway because... He can yeah, do anything he wants now. He can do everything Wouldn't he wants. Wouldn't it be great to get to that spot in life where there's, like, you can... Actually, that's now. You can do anything you want at all times. But mm-hmm. for being on the professional level and they're like, don't worry, we're not going to... Yeah, it's you. We're going to trust you on this. Mm-hmm. Like Spielberg. And his uh, West Side Story remake he's doing now. Like, they're going to trust him because it's Spielberg. And to be, yeah. be fair, it looks like it, it looks, cinematically great. Yeah. I don't like the... Okay, let me just get this out of the way. I'm not pumped that she won't destroy them. It's okay. Oh. I think she's just licking... Oh. Sweat off my sandals. Yeah. Sammy, up. Oh, she is... Gra- yep, hey, drop it. Is. Drop it. <laughs> She's... Uh, I, uh, Sammy is eating my local sandals from Hawaii. I don't have a second pair. Dude, no. that's it. Nope. That's hers now. Come here. Yeah, right. You'll leave that. Okay, she's leaving it. <laughs> um, she's Now she wants it. It's up here. Okay. okay you stay. I'm not a fan that Spielberg got the okay to do West Side Story again. Do you think he's just part of the crew or is it just they gave him like, hey, do anything you want with this? I don't know. 
I mean, like, why does anyone need any reason to do a sequel? She just got the other one. Okay, uh, the dog. The dog is eating both of my shoes. Sammy, bring it over. <laughs> okay, now she's gonna leave it. Now she's gonna leave it, but she's yeah, gonna go eat it in a minute. It. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah, you're not a fan. They gave him the the movie. And it's not even Spielberg. I love Spielberg. Mm-hmm. I but I love West Side Story as a standalone piece. Like, mm-hmm. I love everything about it. I hate. Okay, I don't like that Natalie Wood. Like it's people weren't um aware of cultural of culture appropriation and things like that. In, and like in that time when yeah, it was like made. she's not Puerto Rican. Why wouldn't they have casted a Puerto Rican or Oh, um, they don't I heard I t- they were talking about this on Tiger Belly this morning when I was listening to their newest oh, episode really? this week about like a lady and I forget her name who um convinced everyone at the college she was going to that she was black and she even she's not black she did her hair did everything and she even identifies as black even after they said she um, wasn't i forget her rachel name rachel dolezal yes um and she's she, a hey she's a washington local is she really hey what okay, up sammy, spokane sammy um come on okay i gotta hold you on you gotta get it she's gonna eat my shoes you can't eat these they're not they're not for sale you can set them outside if you want. Oh, it's okay. okay. I don't want someone to steal them. You can't get them in Washington. You um, got to go to Hawaii. Um, so uh, Rachel Dolisol, Dol, 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 Dolomite. Uh, yeah. So okay. that's that's another that's like where they're casting. But this is someone who just identifies as that, which I'm like. There and then Bobby had said he was like Bobby Lee. He's like, do we? He's like, well, I'd just like to live in a world where we can identify as whatever we want. So maybe that's fine. They're like, more, more power to her yeah. or whatever, whatever else. Like, cause it's the, like who, um, uh, John Wayne, didn't he play? He didn't, they didn't make him play another race, did they? They did. Oh, well this was, I mean, we're talking the, the 1940s, yeah, like old, 50s. Old Hollywood when like, if you're the hard, hottest actor, actress, not attractive necessarily just on, on just fire. popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you can play any role and everything was fair game, you know? Yeah. Well, um, the most recent. But now it's not like. Jay Hernandez playing Magnum P.I., but he's not supposed oh. to be Hawaiian. He's not supposed to be Hawaiian. He's just playing the role of what um, they had uh, Tom Selleck do way back in the day. Yeah. Which is a guy who's in Hawaii. Oh, okay. But if you look at old 1960s, which I've been, I think I'm just stuck in the 60s. I keep watching old shows and like, and now the production value of that seems good. When I first watched it, I'm like, oh, this is a way step back. And now I've settled into the old production styles. Sure. So like they can have a scene with a car driving by and they're panning and going to another shot. And I'm like, that's fine. Keep going. Take (laughs) your time. Like TV had all the time in the world in the 60s and 70s. Well, because part of the cool part was we saw this car drive by this road. Now we're like, get us to where the action happens next yeah. the attention span is shorter so but everyone in hawaii 50 the old one because i'm watching it everyone who's a main character except for a couple are all white and you're in hawaii so occasionally you'll have like some supporting actors for roles that are like the bad guy not the most of the bad guys are white too yeah so the the hawaiian people are not the main roles they're usually a secondary secretary or someone at a bank and you're like now it's different like the new hawaii 50 they have a lot more people that are actually hawaiian in the show mm-hmm. and they pulled from that for like even bad the bad guys in the episodes and this one is like these white guys somehow just flew to hawaii and they're the focus yeah <laughs> so that's the that was the 60s okay so john wayne played what asian i feel like it or um who was that who's that comedian Jerry Lee Lewis? Yeah. Did he play something different? Something. It was well, some comedian, and then John Wayne played someone of so color. I, and John Wayne also would always have like a shotgun, and he would there'd be people with submachine guns around him, and he was picking them off. And they weren't hitting him. They kept missing. So he takes out an army of 50 with just him, with two like pistols or something, yeah. you know. So those are, I, I, I grew up watching old Westerns. So that was, they were a dollar at the rental store down the street. Old VHS. I feel like I have a John Wayne box set somewhere. Uh, uh, like his. I have a uh, John Wayne um, story, but it's not personal. But I just know he died of like, w- with like 40 pounds of poop in his stomach because of all the steak he ate. And that's not really a story. It's just a fact. Whoa. So he had like a big like 
beer belly thing, but they, they figured out see he was a big steak eater and not, not nothing wrong with steak steaks. Good. But like yeah. if that's all you eat for years and you don't eat healthy stuff and live in a bad diet, he just, as years go on, his stomach's like he, bigger. And on the autopsy, they're like, yeah, there's about 40, 50. Pounds. Of, and he you're just like, never, never, um, pro- he didn't, he ate so much that the body's like, it takes seven days to process red meat in your body. Oh, I had no idea. Something like that. So that if you're eating that every day, your body's like, we got so much, we're just going to store this. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, insane. So that was like the thing. So if you're eating red meat, yeah. just you know, maybe limit toss it. Toss the broccoli in there. I mean, we got a new thing that I just saw that maybe they're, the government's trying to limit red meat for environmental <laughs> friendliness. No, I just saw. Or something. It's it's all, um, that's all fake. Is it fake news? Yeah. Is it, was it the onion? Because the onion's a great. No, someone was uh, pointing the finger at the GOP saying that oh. they're just perpetuating this thing gotcha. and it's not actual. It's, it's not funny. factual. And it's funny because now you can hear something and be like, is that real? And I was like, either way. Well, one, all it takes is like one person to say something. A new source to say that it's, it's legitimate. And, and everyone passes it on. All the other dummies. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm just like, if they limit us to one burger a month, I'm like, that's probably healthier for me. I'll just eat fake meat. That's fine. Dude, how are they going to No limit? one's going to yeah. do that. Yeah. I'm going to eat all well, this. I'm going to be the next the John chi- Wayne. It's because of the chip in the um, vaccine. Va- vaccine. That's how they're going to keep count of you. Yeah. yeah. They, they're like, we. the chip reads how much red meat you've eaten in the last 24 hours and it alerts right. the authorities and the cops have time to drive to every mm-hmm. individual's house and be like, did you have tacos for dinner? Right. Yes, I did. Carne yeah. asada. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just went political. And, so West Side Story. <laughs> and let's um, go back to West Side Story. Uh, I just like the movie. And I just, I mm-hmm. really like the movie. Um, the original. Yes, Natalie Wood did a great performance. Should she have been casted in that role? No. You mean in the new one? In the old one. Oh, I thought you were talking about the new. Okay. I, don't, so, I haven't seen it in so long. So Rita Moreno... Mm-hmm. was in the original cast. She's in this remake. And that's why she talked about it. That's at why the she Wars. presented it at the Oscars. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I'm the... still going to watch it. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the only thing is that dip, 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 dip. the only thing is, uh, what's his name? Steven Spielberg never, fa- never fails. Each of his movies have some kind of alien in them. So if one of the characters, like there's something about aliens in every movie of sure. his that I've ever seen. So if he, he can't, they can't let him Steven Spielberg it where he gets to like have a character who's an alien or something, or maybe they will at some point make a reference to something, but they can't, I mean, you can't change, you can't change a story. Yeah. But I feel like they did, or at least a shot, because in the trailer they have... Also, trailers don't mean anything anymore. Because they don't even have scenes that are in the movie. Yeah, sometimes they pull the scenes that Mm -hmm. aren't in the movies. Um, But there's there's a shot of Maria and... I forgot what the guy's name is in that movie. Um, West Side Story. Tony. So Tony is played by Ansel... That the door. I thought someone was knocking at the door. That is a Sammy. dog snort. Um, is his name Hansel? Something. Whatever. Hansel. You, you know Hansel. who the guy is. You know who the guy is. That Hansel okay? is so hot right now. It's that guy, and he. They both meet under, uh, behind the um, stadium. Uh, no, what are the bleachers? Those? Bleachers. That's like a stadium. Yeah, I mean bleachers are in stadiums. Um, and they're also not in stadiums. They're also times. not in stadiums, um, but they meet behind it. And that wasn't in the original. Uh, but I hope it's mm-hmm. not a shot for shot thing. Cause that I, that oh, would be annoying if it's me. just copying. Yeah. Well, yeah, it has to be a little different. So um, the ones that are more recent that I think there's not a lot of new things happening, which is why seeing the do- there's a documentary about a guy that has a relationship and when I say has a relationship with an octopus, it sounds oh, weird. Yeah. But he friendship. a friendship with an octopus. And that won an award, which just looked awesome. Like yeah. underwater GoPro footage and different uh, stuff of him. My octopus teacher? My, my octopus my teacher. professor. No, it's something like that. My yeah, maybe it was. But they like show him like putting his hand out and the octopus come uh, like touches his arm and like just like connects and they're like hanging out. And I was like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but it's you're not that's a rarity but but yeah. usually now you don't you see a lot of remakes you're like oh there's this new movie called Ocean's 11 you're like oh this you know back in the day they're like oh there was one in the 60s or 70s yeah. so it's nice it'd be nice if there was just new scripts more often do you want calamari for lunch calamari 
if I could eat seafood, I would. I can. I, I'm a I'm a free individual. I could eat whatever I want, but no, yeah. I don't. I'll just eat more that was donuts. Because of the, I tried saying it right after the the, my octopus, the octopus teacher. But oh, then you talked about um, my bad. I have no idea what you said. Just so right I would now. feel bad. It's kind of like when I had ducks as pets growing yeah. up, and I lo- quackers one, two, and three because we didn't know what else to name them, and <laughs> yeah, they Huey, one, Louie, and Dewey. Huey, That's Louie. what you should have named them. <sighs> They, Missed opportunity. Each each year, one would fly into our pond and bring a friend. They're like, "Hey, this is a good place to be in the winter because it doesn't fully freeze, and there's cracked corn that they bring down to us." <laughs> so they'd not cracked corn, cracked corn, cracked corn. Yeah. And so they, because we're like, "Oh, we'll buy this." Ducks eat it, and they liked it, and they would just like. I mean, I don't know how they eat that because it's super hard. That's amazing. What's your What's your real first name? James. What's another name for James? Jimmy. Jimmy, Jimmy crack, crack corn. corn and I don't care. <laughs> Jimmy crack corn and I don't care. So I was little Jimmy walking the yeah. crack corn These down to the ducks. They're like, hey, Jimmy cracked corn. Let we care. Yes. We no, care. Let's go. No joke though, when the wild one first got there, we I went down and fed it once and it like followed me up to the house once because it's like I'd fed it and it followed yeah. me. So it knew where we lived. They would fly from the pond up to the driveway, walk around quacking. And our dogs wouldn't kill them. Yeah. They just like looked at the ducks and I was like, that's cool. And then we'd be like, oh, they're in the driveway. Let's go get the cracked corn. And they'd follow us all the way down this path about a quarter mile back to the pond, not fly back down. And then we'd pour it out. They'd eat it and go out in the pond and drink water. And so three years in a row they came and then they quit coming. Maybe they died. And so after that we got lonely and bought our own ducks. (laughs) We're like, we need ducks still. And so we named them Quackers 1, 2, and 3 again. Okay. As soon as they could, they would poop every two seconds. So they'd come in the house and just... uh, So they'd stay mostly in the garage. Yeah. But then when they got big enough to fly, they started getting wings. We put them down in well, the you pond. Well, uh, you can clip their wings. We used to clip their wings. I didn't want to do that because we're trying to let them be free eventually. Sure. And so we, that's why they stayed in the garage. That's why they died. Because <laughs> we wanted them to live. That's why you hand-fed them and to then wolves, them to the garage. To, to coyotes. The wolves got them. Coyotes, probably. But they can fly. That's yeah, but, but they were used to being around our dogs. Oh. And then we set them free on the pond and suddenly they were just like, I didn't see them fly away, but I also didn't see them. And I think coyotes came to the edge and they're like, oh, the dogs. And they'd come over and then. Yeah. So, Dang. but the wild ones probably had a longer life, but it was cool. They'd fly up and just soar on in. Yeah. So ducks, movies. Oh, the thing I was going to say <laughs> when you were talking about people impersonating other people. Uh you know, okay. like saying, you know, you said what's her name was not Puerto Rican. Yeah. I feel like within the last two years, there was like in all of this, um, what do you call this? Like, um, people becoming aware of, you mm-hmm. know, social awareness, social awareness of even like the most recent projects that people have done, mm-hmm. um, 30 rock. Uh, oh yeah um always sunny mm-hmm. and a couple other shows which are not that old but it's like 10 yeah, 10 15 the, years old yeah within the last decade or 15 years mm-hmm. um they pulled their episodes that had blackface in it oh and they had that in those yeah. that those and shows like, yeah they're comedy centered shows yeah um that were um maybe not I don't. And they don't had and they that. had people of all different races in the shows, but the yeah. fact that they did that just well, is the So let's take the Always Sunny um episode. I don't even know that one actually. Right. So it's a musical episode where mm-hmm. the gang gets they either get high or they somehow wake up and then realize they're a black family or black friends. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's an all white cast that but they're seeing the world differently during that segment yeah Mm -hmm. well seeing how they're being treated within the episode because everyone sees them as black people Mm -hmm. um and um and the so not that they're in blackface it's that every time we see them as how the people around them sees them Mm -hmm. they're um black actors Oh, and it's supposed to be Charlie and I don't know everyone's name as well, but yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that was the prop. So that was, that's a little different, right? Yeah. It's, 
different, but I think it's so close to what, um, uh, was it trying to bring, was it trying to bring awareness to an inequality? Yeah. I think that's what they were aiming for, but I think because of sensitivity, they pulled it anyways. It strikes a little weird. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Um, and then with 30 rock, it was just straight up blackface. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is, uh, not great. They were saying the, oh, oh, this is what, um, going back to the, um, woman who is still identifying as black, who mm-hmm. is white. Um, they were, oh, what were they saying about her? That, uh, it was something you said. I, I lost it. Dang it. It something was I said something about the like her self identifying. Oh, they said wasn't yeah. They said wasn't that the in a way Bobby was just it's his brain speculating oh. where he's like isn't that yeah he's like was isn't that like maybe kind of the biggest honor someone could do to honor some this was his thought whether sure. it's right or not I'm not yeah. judging that but he's like the honor to like want to be someone who is. Uh, not treated equally and wanting to identify as that because it's not a spot that people are trying to jump to if they're not honoring that. So it was weird because it, he was just looking at it from a, it's putting a positive spin on something that's taken negatively, basically. Yeah. I wish I could have this conversation more freely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, you can. I don't... You just got to talk. No, I'm I just kidding. I, I, know I, what I, mean. I know what you mean. Because yeah, yeah. I don't have the answers. I don't I don't want to. Right. Um, um, don't like ask anyone. questions. Yeah. I want to ask questions, um, you want to appropriately I, for my own understanding, not because I'm applying shame or, right. um, in a safe space, you want a safe space to ask questions to figure it just, yeah, figure cause I don't out. have all the answers. Um, I don't think anyone does, but I think the interview that you're bringing up, um, with tiger belly Mm -hmm. they say something in there that um had me or i kind of got stuck on Mm -hmm. of like um you know in the age of people self-identifying um gender or yeah gender i guess Mm -hmm. um um or non-gender like identity just just their identity yeah um I feel like if there's an opinion that wants to be shared about a group, the person that's speaking should be a part of that group. Exactly. And 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 that's where the line gets uh, skewed or tough a little with that other situation because the lady was identifying as the group still, even though she wasn't. Yeah, because she was, she was working for the NAACP. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is mind-blowing as yeah. a... As, as a black woman. Yeah. Which, but then they're like, but she wasn't. But then right. they were saying some qualities about, about her on the show, on the mm-hmm. Tiger Belly one. They're like, but she, in ways she was, and she felt that way. But then there, yeah, it was, it was interesting. And they kind of, um, and then they kind of backtrack a little because uh, Bobby was like, uh, well, you're giving me a weird look right now. Why? Yeah. He, or Kalila was like touching him and on the shoulder and he's like, why are you touching me? Are you telling me to be careful with this topic or whatever it was? Yeah. Cause I, I mean, and for those that don't know what Tiger Belly is, it's a podcast by Bobby Lee, the actor and his girlfriend and their family and friends. Um, and then actors are on, we don't have a lot of actors. I have no hesitation saying that I'm Mexican Mm -hmm. because I have ancestors from Mexico and like, like even past that lineage, like there's yeah, like it's I a can long trace, line. Yeah, I can trace where I come from. Where so if can I, I said <laughs> right, but if I said I'm not Mexican, though. if I said I was Swedish, mm-hmm. right, and I said that I identified as a, a Swedish, Swede, you'd be like, mm, but you're not, and I'd be like, well, but I feel that way. I feel that way, although my like, like I identify as Hawaiian because I like Aloha, Mahalo, and I like the hang loose shaka and stuff. I don't really identify as Hawaiian. I know literally my lineage is German and I can trace that way back. And I know that I'm just German, but I like the, I just, there's aspects of that lifestyle that I love. Like so, island life. Like yes, island. You being... can appreciate the way of life of a group and then still be, you can be Mexican and appreciate the Swedish lifestyle. Right. Well, sorry. I think we're talking about two different points. We absolutely are. So I, <laughs> so I'm trying to point out why uh, Rachel 
mm-hmm. is in the wrong. Right. Because she, well, I, I personally don't know, but I, uh-huh. but it, everything it that sounds seen, like that. everything that we've seen is that she can't trace her ancestors to, to um, Africa. Right. Where, you know, not that um, only Africans identify as black, mm-hmm. not that they're the only group, but she can't, she, she can't trace her lineage to anywhere where people were not white. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you can't. And that's the thing that makes it tougher. Yeah. Not that they're wrong necessarily, but it's just like looking on a stance of like what makes sense, Mm -hmm. I guess. So so we we have a a very vast uh, difference in where we came from because I'm halfway across the world. Actually, vast difference. The vast (laughs) difference. There was okay that. Actually, we were joking about that the other day when I was saying vast difference and I and I, I was saying it wrong. And I was like, vast, vast difference. difference. <laughs> There's a vast difference yeah, between check out that vast difference. <laughs> but there was a show where they were talking about it. I think it was Letter Kenny. I just was watching that. I've never Letter, seen that. Letter Kenny is a show. I mean, this is all about TV and stuff this episode yeah. anyway. So Letter Kenny is um, a mature rated show just for language, but they speak so fast. Okay. and everything and it's all there it's, it's a, a comedy it's a comedy okay so jokes, on jokes Hulu. per minute jokes per second and if you don't have closed captioning on to see you what they're everything. saying it's canadian catchphrases it's a hick town somewhere in canada but it is hilarious really? and it's like a town of five thousand people and it says letter kenny is a town of five thousand people here are their problems and it's just these and you can tell the people that are in the show my friend was over the other night and watched a couple, and he's like, you can tell that these actors, he had an observation, are actually the writers. Then they oh. are. Some of the, the main characters. But it's just, there's, so they're playing, a couple weeks ago we talked about stereotypes, or not stereotypes, um, groups, like people have like cliques, right? Oh, sure. So there's jocks, there's goths, mm, there's, the far, there's the, yeah, there's the, the hicks. There's all these different groups yeah. in this town and they're all about like col- college, post-college age. Okay. And they'd gone to high school together and it's funny. It's a hilarious show to watch and you got to watch all these, they're slamming each other. And it's it, like small town, small town drama stuff, but okay. it's done in a way that you're just like four people sitting around a table and they're roommates and they're like just talking and the conversation goes in circles. Why haven't you gone to the store? Well, I would have gone there yesterday, but then sure. showed up and then this is like, Oh, well, the next time you go to the store, could you give me this? Yeah, I can get you that. And it's, it's that fast. Wow. And it's amazing. So that okay. one, why did I bring that show up? I don't know. We were talking about vast deference. Oh, uh, so they had a episode where they said the, those words came up after we had had that joke going. I was like, wow, the, the world is a small place. It's yeah. come full circle. But Letter Kenny is one to not have kids watch, but it's funny just for the Canadian slang and the way they talk to, to each other. Yeah. And, um, and you do like the first time I saw it, I was like, what are you guys watching? And, um, friends have pointed out, like you look at the production, I'm only on season one, but they, they had a small budget and they just decided to go for it and make this thing. It still looks good, but it's like a little cheap. It feels like you're there with them almost. And then as it goes on, you see the budget growing and the more <laughs> things they can do. Yeah. But, and there's six episodes per season. So it goes really quick. They're like 20 minutes. So in two hours, you've watched a season. Nice. So letter Kenny, check it out. Um, and I, I feel like, uh, we probably could say a little more on Oscars. Sure. Let's, um, let's do Let's, let's wrap up with Oscar, the Oscars, Oscars, the more things on Oscars and you had a lot um, of insights. So I'm going to back up and let you take lead. No, I mean, like, I feel like I've said most of, most of what I observed. Oh, we were going to um, talk about Tyler Perry's thing at the end too. Oh, okay. So he, he didn't do any move. Well, he did a lot this last year. They were saying based on that was what he'd done in the last year. They were showing all the humanitarian things he was a part of. Right. He was having, right. So there was like two parts to why he was being highlighted last night. Mm -hmm. Um, or that stood out to me. One was, um, the jobs that he continued to have or hire people for like to continue productions during, during the lockdown. So there things could happen. And he gave, Um, got vaccines to all uh, availability to all of his workers. And he had, Helped out a lot of people with meals because he grew up hungry and homeless and stuff. Yeah, because he has a giant facility in Georgia, I guess. Somewhere. Um, yeah. yeah. And I don't so know where. he just continued productions there and, you know, gave people a job throughout this whole whole last year. But he didn't make, he didn't finish a movie. Maybe he's in production on one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the second, the second thing that stood out to me was, um, 
Hold on, is that a spider on the roof right there? Yeah, it's a little bit. No, no, it's a gnat. Oh, it's okay. a gnat. And um, if it was, we could leave it. The small ones are fine. Yeah. Um, okay, the second thing was, uh, yeah, just his humanitarian work, aside mm-hmm. from uh, the pandemic stuff, like how much he's assisted. In um, the last year. Yeah. And donated millions for this stuff and he, uh coming from humble backgrounds so they had a whole video to highlight him and I, it's probably weird i that for me it'd be weird i i don't like being put on spotlight while you're in the room if someone's yeah. watching he's sitting there and they're having like Whoopi goldberg and everyone talk really well about him and what he's been doing and he's sitting there and he accepted it really graciously mm-hmm. then he had a story of the story was really good oh yeah of a homeless lady who... Yeah, someone was, approached him. He was leaving his, his... studio. He was leaving his studio. Out of the corner of his eye, he saw someone approaching him. So he instantly went for his pocket to give money out. Mm-hmm. Um, Thinking that's what they that's wanted. That's what they wanted. And the woman was like, do you have any shoes? And he just was, was instantly humbled. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's and, like, oh, come on in. And he, took her into the whole whole like wardrobe section. Let her pick out... Any pair she wanted helped her put them on. And this is him not saying like, hey, to someone else, can you get get her this? Because he's yeah. a busy guy and this and that. So he could have been like, hey, this lady needed some shoes. We did it himself. So he said we're – and he was just calling everyone to like get in the middle of everything and get more connected to people and help others out. Because he said we're standing in the middle of this wardrobe room with stuff around us surrounded and to get to the middle you get to the heart of the matter which was really cool and it was yeah. like so you could tell there wasn't a lot of ego there even though and i've i've never been a huge fan of his movies it's not my 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 cup of tea necessarily and yeah. i probably should give him a chance and watch him uh but it's just different different styles on stuff and so but i do i was like that's a that's a good guy right there yeah so that was a cool way to wrap up the the actual like show so i felt like it was pretty classy mm-hmm and then the the game in the middle with the actors oh, was so great. Weird. Yeah, yeah. It was so weird. Glenn Close. 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 Closed. Close. Jen. Glenn? Jen. Jen closed. Gl- yeah. Glenn. 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 Close. Well, I like who's the actor that was in Get Out who was at the oh, same table with her. Yeah, um, he, he won. won he won a couple yeah. Oscars um, as well. He's a great actor. He, I don't know his name. but Glenn, on one of the questions he was asked, Glenn was like slamming him. Oh, you're him. too young. You're yeah. too you're too young to know that. And then they call her out on it, and they're like, "We're gonna see, we're gonna see if you can get this." And she knew even the dance. She knew yeah. the movie. She knew For the people. Da but da but is the song that was on that won a Grammy. No, wait, but, no, did it win? But. What did it win? It won an Oscar for the no, soundtrack. No, it didn't win anything. But it was nominated. No, it wasn't. She was like, it wasn't nominated, so it couldn't have won. Oh, that's so right. So it was passed. Called the butt. Check yeah. out the butt on YouTube. Yeah, just type in the butt. D and that's like debris shooting debris. Um, yeah, she's fantastic. I also feel like people were just lit. You know? Lit up. So she <laughs> yeah. was probably uh, one or two in and like going for it. She's yeah. like, I can do it. But, but like, it, it I, honestly, they they kept their composure though. But she had such a good like. She had, I mean, her knowledge of that even that song, like that mm-hmm. song alone, was amazing. I, yeah, I'd want to like hear all of her knowledge, all of her knowledge That's on it. all those things. So you want we should interview Glenn Close. Yeah, we'll get her for next week. Cool. Don't let's not make any promises. We can't. Yeah. We could. Keep. Already said it. Okay, we're gonna have an impersonator <laughs> of Glenn Close next week. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for joining for Shooting Debris episode eleven. But this one goes to eleven. That's a that's a <laughs> what's that movie? It's one more. Um, Dang it! Uh, I, uh, stone. No, the uh, miniature Stonehenge is in it. Uh, Come on. Spinal Tap. I was gonna say Airheads, but Spinal Tap. But yeah. this one goes to eleven. They're like, yeah. why don't you just go to ten? Well, this well, one this goes to eleven. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Most amps go to ten, and this one's. This goes, one's one more. Goes to a, yeah. And then he's like, this mini- miniature Stonehenge comes down. This is my last thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> comes down on stage and it's like at his feet. He's like, this is not impressive. He's did, like, I'm sitting here and it's coming down on yeah. <laughs> at his Did you know level. that they wrote all that music? I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> the actual the, guys. You know, the bass player and, um, mm-hmm. no, the three of them. So oh. bass player, um, Christopher Guest mm-hmm. and. Uh, Christopher Guest is in it? Yeah. He's the. Um, That's He's the director. He. Uh, yes. But do he's I know what in... Christopher Guest looks like? Probably not. Yeah, I probably. You don't. know, in Best of Show, he's the dude who has the um, so the blondish guy. 
No, he's he has the uh, hound, the bloodhound. Okay, I'll recognize him as soon like, as I see peanuts, him. Peanuts, <laughs> cashew nuts. I have to. <laughs> Walnut. Walled. Walled nuts. Actually, it makes sense. They got a shell around them. Yeah. It's like a peanut. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I will I will check that. I got to look up yeah. a picture. Christopher Guest, check out those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, watch the Oscars if you want to re- rewatch it. It was a fun time. Yeah. And thanks for joining